Hi there, and welcome to the Simply Living For Him podcast. I'm Karen DeBuse from Simply Living For Him. Thank you for joining me for another episode of the Simply Living For Him podcast. On this podcast, I talk about all things simple, whether it's life out here on our little hobby farm, how I keep things simple in our homeschool, or you'll just hear a lot about Jesus, because I truly do believe the remedy for clutter and chaos in our world is Jesus. The more we desire Him, the less we will naturally desire the things of this world and the easier it will be to live more simply. So as I said, thank you for joining me on this episode. Many times I talk about homeschooling topics and today I did want to talk about a homeschooling topic that is so very dear to my heart and I am kind of in disbelief that I'm even able to create this episode. This episode is going to be called From Kindergarten to college. Yes, we did it. Or shall I say, God did it. He is faithful and I'm going to tell the whole story. Well, I'll try to condense it because it's kind of an adventure and a long, long story. But I'm going to tell uh, the story of where we're at, where we're going. Um, and, you know, you guys know that this year we are graduating our first after um, this long journey of homeschooling. So we're going to talk about that. Before I start into the story of from kindergarten to college, I do want to thank our podcast sponsor, Apologia. Apologia is a Christian publishing company. They have amazing um resources for a homeschooling family. You can also find tons of encouragement over there, even if you're not a homeschooling family, but they are known for their science curriculum, which we love. And right now, I wanted to let you know that they have um, a special gift for you. Have you been following the Mars mission, or are you studying the solar system, or wanting to do a quick quick creation-based science study. Apologia has a ready-to-use and print Mars ebook. It's free and it's packed with activities for the entire family. You can visit homeschool-101.com slash Mars and get yours. So thank you, Apologia. So yes, I wanted to talk today about our homeschooling journey. I've talked about our homeschooling journey on here many times. Um, This is how my whole ministry began through our homeschooling journey, which is crazy to me. Um, So, you know, I do speak at homeschooling conventions, and my heart has always been for homeschooling. But this year is just so especially um, surreal to me as we are winding up, winding down. What is the right way to say that? We're winding down (laughs) our homeschool journey, at least for my oldest. We are not done yet. Um, We have three more to go, but we are getting to the end of the year for our home, uh, our senior homeschooler. And I will not go back and tell the entire story about how we started homeschooling. You can find that story. It's pretty incredible. Um, in the archives of the podcast. I will also link it in the episode webpage for this particular episode. Um, it's called The Unlikely Homeschooler. And it talks. I talk on that episode all about how we came to this decision to homeschool. You can also read about our homeschooling journey and how I surrendered our journey to God and realized that this was a calling from God. And you can read all about that and our journey in my book called Home, Finding Joy and Letting God Lead Your Homeschool. That's available on Amazon in paperback, Kindle, and it's also available in Spanish. 
Spanish. The new expanded edition also has a journal in the back with 31 verses for your family where you can have one verse for every day of the month to encourage you as a homeschooling family. And it also has a journal to encourage you daily along the way as a homeschooling parent. You can also find my book, Simply Homeschool. That was the first book I ever wrote about homeschooling as well as Real Homeschool, Letting Go of the Pinterest Perfect and Instagram Ideal Homeschool. All of those are available on Amazon in Kindle and in paperback. So I'm going to go back to the beginning just for a minute and tell you guys, um, for those of you who are listening who may not know our entire um, journey story, we have four children. They um, are ages right now. Grace is just about an adult. She's turning 18 next month. Um, so we have an 18-year-old, a 16-year-old, 14, and 10. And we have been homeschooling since our oldest, Grace, was entering kindergarten. It was never on my radar. It wasn't something I ever intended to do. Didn't really know much about homeschooling. But that first year where we had registered her actually for public school for kindergarten, God kind of was like, you ever hear that? You know how like the record player just stops? <laughs> there you're listening to a nice song and all of a sudden we're changing records. Well, that's what God did. Um, he changed our plan. He stepped in and I truly believe he called us to this journey of homeschooling. And here we are. We're getting ready to wind it down. So um, in the beginning, there was a lot of challenges. My family was very against our decision to homeschool. Again, I talk a lot and go into depth about that in the Unlikely Homeschooler podcast episode. Plus, if you just you know listen to previous episodes, you're going to find that story kind of woven throughout our um, journey. So yeah, they were extremely against our decision. Um, in fact, I didn't want to homeschool necessarily. I really didn't know what homeschooling was. I was very naive about homeschooling early on. and um, But I, I had this really deep conviction and really deep sense that God was calling me to do it, but I didn't know why. That's the crazy thing. Like, I... There's not many times in my life where I can say without a doubt how I was so sure that God was calling me to do something because a lot of times, you know, you're kind of on the, on the same page as God. You're like, yeah, you know, I'm down with that. I want to do that. This was a time where I knew 100% he was calling me to do something that I didn't want to do. So it was kind of hard. I was really feeling like he wanted me to do it, but I didn't want to. Um... However, I chose to obey and I, I really thought like that if I just, you know, walked out in faith and did this, that it would be okay. Now, when I said our family was against it, it was my parents in particular who were very, very upset with our decision. And it was really difficult early on because I'm pretty close with my parents. We see them all the time. And it was, you know, something that I did not want to cause a problem in our relationship, but it did. And I really thought that first year, like we were just going to have a damaged relationship. And I didn't know what was going to happen between my parents and us. I thought, are they going to even speak to me? Like they were, they were really upset. So, um, that was very difficult. And so we stepped out in faith that first year. And I think I kind of felt like, well, God, I'll obey for one year. <laughs> and I'll get it out of my system. And, you know, 
then we'll just do it my way. But that one year, he completely showed me that this was the path he had for our family. And within the first few years, I knew without a doubt that I was um, following God and that this was a calling from God and that this was the way he wanted me to raise our family. And as difficult as it was, because it was difficult with our family, especially in the early years when it was still quite raw, they were not in agreement at all with this decision. And, you know, it was hard. And I also had a very hard time when I would go to, say, the grocery store and people would say, oh, why aren't your children in school today? And I didn't want them to ask. I didn't want anyone really to even know what we were doing. I was I was almost embarrassed. And I wasn't confident as a homeschooler that year, but I started to understand as I went on that this was a really... Um, just a great way to raise our family. It really wasn't about academics at that point to me at all. I just loved the idea of us, um, you know, doing life with our kids, living life together. And so after that first year, you know, we had said we'd probably just do it for one year. We decided, you know, we'll just go year by year. I mean, I know most of you out there, if you're homeschoolers, you can relate, right? We just said, we'll just do it year by year and we'll see how it goes. And every year it just kind of grew and grew. And um, within a few years, I started just like writing about it as a hobby on a little blog. And, you know, that little hobby blog ended up turning into a full-blown ministry, which I can't even believe that God has given me the opportunities that he has. And really, my ministry of Simply Living for Him was birthed through homeschooling and my passion for sharing with others. Once I realized what a great option homeschooling was, once I realized that and I wanted to share our story. I wanted to encourage others who were walking the same journey. Um, I wanted to advocate for it. I really believed in homeschooling. So, you know, that homeschooling ministry grew. And now, really, um, my ministry is for all women, really. It's not just for homeschoolers. As I know, many of you that listen to the podcast may not necessarily be homeschoolers. But I did want to share this story today because I it hopefully would encourage you, if you're on the fence about homeschooling, if you're in the middle of your journey homeschooling, or even if you're not a homeschooler, if you're just interested in what it's like, um, um, or what our lifestyle is like over here behind the scenes, so to speak. So we started homeschooling, got into it for the first few years. Never, ever can I say that one year was ever like so easy. Every year came with different challenges and every year came with a different set of circumstances. And it always seemed like... Um, we would get a little bit ahead. I'd feel like, yeah, I know what I'm doing. And then boom, life would like hit us. And, and we had lots of things happen along the way. We had family emergencies, illnesses, deaths, job loss. I mean, so it's never like we arrived at this point. You know, as a homeschooler, you always think, especially at the end of the year, like when you get towards um, the spring and, and you're sort of thrown in the towel for this year because you're just like, well, this year's done. <laughs> 
I'm tired and this year's done. Let's just finish the books and be done, right? And you're always like, well, next year, next year will be the year. Next year is going to be the year that I get it all together. Next year, I'm going to have the curriculum set. Next year, I'm going to have the perfect planner. Next year, I'm going to have the right chore chart, meal system, cleaning schedule, whatever it is, right? And next year comes and it's like the same old thing again. And so I crack up because I'm like, this year I keep thinking, I'm all out of next year's. This is it, you know? I have, sp- I, if I look back on these 13 years, because that's what it's been now, this is our 13th year, there's something that I've learned. And I definitely want to share this with you all. And I'm going to share in a minute about um, where we're at now with the whole college thing. But um, something that I have learned is I wasted so much time. And do you want to know what I wasted it on? And this is one for me that, you know, is so convicting because it's something that it's like my go-to sin. And I talk about it all the time and I struggle with it. I wasted so much time worrying. Yep. Worrying. Sleepless nights, up 3 a.m. in the morning. Did I ruin them? Do they know enough? What have I done to my kids? I'm a terrible homeschool mom. Other kids are scoring great on their tests. Um, You know, all these things that I would worry and worry and worry about. And, you know, it's, it's okay to be concerned. It's okay to be diligent. It's okay to make sure you're on top of things and you're doing well, but I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the like obsessively worrying and, and telling myself that, you know, I wasn't doing it right. I wasn't doing enough. Um, have I ruined them? And I can say now looking back, wow, if I only knew back then when I was up at 3 a.m. that it was all going to turn out this way. <laughs> so I want to encourage you. There are legitimate things to be concerned about for sure. If your child is falling behind, if they're not testing well, if they're you know, having a um, discipline um, or a character issue, definitely there's all those things. But what I'm saying is when we like completely take our eyes off of God and put them on ourselves, we're, we're never going to um, be in the proper mindset for this thing. I truly bo- do believe that if God called you to homeschool, God is going to equip you. And it may not look like them going to Harvard, right? It may not look like them being a rocket scientist. But if he called you to this, he's going to see it to completion in his way. And his, you know, he's going to, uh, he already has your child's plans all mapped out. We just need to obey and follow. So that's one thing I have learned. So what I wanted to share, though, is where are we at now? I know I've alluded to it quite a few times and talked about it a little bit here and there. But this year, we have finally um, found uh, what God's plan is for um, our first, for grace, after um homeschool and it's so surreal yet to even think about that next year she's not going to be there's no buying curriculum for her next year there's no planning for her next year and part of me wants to be that sentimental sappy sad like oh it's over but you know that I mean there's part of me that that's there but what outweighs that is the authentic and true feeling of excitement that I have for her 
I mean, I am beyond excited for her future and to see how God has orchestrated all these things. So I want to share with you how God has worked. So not only did he see this thing to completion, and I mean, I guess I can't possibly say to completion until June 15th when she actually participates in the graduation ceremony. But right now at this point, she's, you know, going to um, finish senior year and she'll be fine. So, um... You know, I have seen that God, from beginning to end, it's like all making sense now. Like when you're walking through it, it, it you're like, oh, I don't understand, God, how this is going to work, what's going to happen. Um, and here we are. He did it. This is not about us and our accomplishments. This isn't even about Grace and her accomplishments. This isn't about me and my accomplishments. This is about, look what God did. This is a story of obedience. This is a story of faith and choosing faith over fear. Was there lots of times in f that I had fear along this way? Absolutely. But faith always had to win or I wouldn't have gotten to this point. Faith had to win or I never would have taken the leap of faith to even choose to homeschool, to even obey. So this is a story of what God has done. If you had told me back then when I was a scared mom, re registering her for kindergarten and then quickly, you know, unregistering her and co contacting the school and saying like nope sorry made a mistake just joking <laughs> give me those papers back you know I would I was so scared back then I didn't I couldn't possibly have known that God was not only going to have me homeschool all four children have me homeschool this far along um to birth a ministry through this journey, to become a self-employed family um, during this time, which was a dream come true for us, you know? That's a whole nother episode. I have podcast episodes about being a self-employed family and how losing a job was a blessing because that's how we became self-employed because God had to take, you know, the security of a job away for us to jump and leap out in faith on that. So anyway, this is a story of faith and, and obedience and doing what God tells you to do, even though it seems hard or even though you don't want to. Back then, I could never, ever, ever have imagined the outcome of all this. So if you're just starting out, don't try to imagine the outcome. Just look at what he's giving you today. Yes, make plans and be diligent, but trust him just for right now. Don't try to figure it all, all out. I would never have figured all this out. We really did not even figure out um, how this was going to all end until recently. And what I mean by that is how this was going to all end, like, okay, we're done homeschooling, now what, right? So, so many people ask me questions about high school and all that. I've done podcast episodes about high school, so I'm not going to address that in here too much at all. But if you want to find them, I'll link them in the episode webpage. But so this is where we're at now. I want to tell the story of how God is sort of completing this whole journey from kindergarten to college. So um, we've always kind of thought that Grace would end up going maybe to county college first. It's a really great option around here. We have a great local community college. Um, a lot of the homeschoolers we know start out that way. And, you know, we kind of thought maybe that's what it would be. Um, Grace has uh, such a beautiful heart and desire for musical theater. She's been very involved in our homeschool um, fine arts program for the past 13 years, and it has really fostered in her a love for all things theater. And so she's participated in all the musicals in our um, 
in our uh, homeschool group and even in community theater and things like that. And it's just, she has a love not just for performing, but even for all aspects of theater. She she has stage managed, she has done stage crew, um, and she just loves the whole thing. But what happened to her in this past year was or two was she's been able to have the opportunities to help in drama camps for children, to help in drama classes for young children, and that's really become a passion of hers as well. So over the past few years, she sort of developed this um, desire to pursue musical theater. You know, she's not looking to go on Broadway or, or, or you know, go that route because we know that's filled with all kinds of things. <laughs> but she... Um, you know, the, she's been involved in a very faith-based program for theater, and it's a beautiful thing to see how, you know, um, her faith has been developed through theater. And, you know, she's been able to see how um, God can use her gifts and her talents for the arts, how he can use it for his kingdom because that's what we've always told her you know we said to her all the time it's not really about what you want to do it's what god wants to do through you and god has given you these desires and these gifts and these abilities and these passions for a reason not to keep them for yourself you know that's broadway is like we perform for ourselves but to use them for his glory and how do you tie in your faith to the arts so anyways she's probably going down the road of maybe pursuing um, someday her dream would be to open her own community theater, you know, family-friendly shows in the community. Like, that's a wonderful aspiration, and she would love to have drama camps and classes for kids and things like that. So this past year, we've thrown around the um, idea of a gap year, or, you know, does she want to sort of intern at... um, different places to get experience you know we've talked to people in in the um in the community of theater and and you know christians that are in that community and they've said you know do you need a four-year degree to do what you want to do no not necessarily um so is that even the right road to go down so we just kept praying and praying and praying and praying and last year i came to a point where i really just here we go with the whole theme obeyed. I really submitted this whole thing to God. You know, I really, I was at a point where I didn't know what was going to happen. You know, you get to like junior year and everybody's like, well, where are they going to go to college? Where are they looking? What do they want to do? And I didn't know. And she didn't know. And it was, it weighed on me a lot more, I think, than I even realized. Like in the back of my head, it was like, all right, Karen, this is what you've been working for these past, you know, 12 years. And what are you going to show for it? <laughs> and I had to really say, no, this is not what I've been working for. This is God's story in our family. And he did not bring us to this point to leave us here, to flounder, to not know. He has a plan for all this, but we need to be patient. So I came to a point where I really, I really submitted this whole thing to God. At that time, she was looking at a... Um, a a state university in our state and that was kind of her first choice where she wanted to go to school and you know we had also looked at um, a Christian college uh, about two hours away from us and I of course loved that idea 
but she wasn't so sure about that. She doesn't, she didn't want to go away. She did not want to go away to college. So that one came off the table and it was more of this state school. And, you know, to get into theater in, in the, um, um, not in a, a Christian, in the secular world, I should say. You know, that was a scary thought for me. Um, that's not really my first choice uh, for what she wants to do. And But I really said to God, God, I know that your plans doesn't, are far greater than ours. I know that if you want her to go to um, the public college, then I'm not going to stand in the way. I have seen what he did these past 13 years. And I was not going to try to do it my way. I completely submitted to him. I said, okay, Lord, if she wants to go there, I'm all in. I, you make it clear and wherever you want her to go. If you want to take her around the world, I'm not standing in the way. Whether it's a gap year, public college, Christian college, no college ever, whatever it is, I will not stand in the way. And so that prayer became extremely important the past year now, I would say. No, I I think that started about in June. So about May, June, that started. And I completely, every day, just surrender to Lord. And, And I had such peace about it. I just knew that His plans were going to prevail and that I didn't have to spend sleepless nights anymore. I didn't have to try to control it or figure it out. In his time, he would make it clear. So, you know, we pursued um, the idea of uh, going to this particular public college. And in fact, it's the college I went to. And uh, it's where my parents went. And, it, you know, we were like, this would be fine. It's about a little less than an hour from our home. About an hour, I would say. So she was thinking she would commute and she wouldn't have to live there because that was her number one thing. She didn't want to live away. And quite frankly, I didn't want her to go away to college either. I was so thrilled to still have her home. So thinking nothing will change next year, right? And so um, that was our plan, was that she would probably go there or still maybe start out at county college. And something happened this fall that just, it still blows my mind. But we decided to um, go to see a show at the college Um, that is about two hours away, the Christian College, that has a wonderful musical theater program. And of course, you know, in a Christian environment, that would have been ideal. So, you know, we wanted to go see a show there that they were doing. And Grace had already said she did not want to go to that college, but we, we were interested in going to see this particular show. So we went to see the show, and it was fabulous. Um, we, t- we just, Grace and I went and we had a great time. In fact, it was so good. We went the following weekend again. We brought Grace's friends and we brought Steve and the boys and we went to see the show again. So when we, um, after that happened, she had even said while we were there, well, this is a great, you know, sh- they did a great show and this is a nice college, but I don't, I still don't want to go here. I don't want to live away. I said, okay, that's fine. So we, um, decided that's you know that was it I really in my mind thought she would never go to that school so um, a few days after that she kind of came to me it was in October and she said you know maybe I'll just apply there just to have that option and I thought okay that's interesting 
So I had already thrown out all the paperwork and all the literature that we had from that school, and I thought, well, um, she's not going there. I don't need to hold on to that stuff. But I thought, well, let me look up online and see what their deadlines are for applications and things like that. Contacted the admissions. Lo and behold, this was in early October. They said, we're having our auditions for the musical theater program at the end of October. If you can get your application in soon it would need to be in within like a week or two she would be able to come to the audition so here we were not yet even applying to any schools yet to like all right we need to get this done we need to get the reference letters we need to do the um, essays we need to do the application and then you need to prepare for an audition it was a whirlwind and so I kept thinking all right God I don't know what you're doing with all this but we'll do it so we she applied she got all that done. It was just like, we didn't stop that whole week. It was what we worked on. She got in. She ended up a week later. They were so kind. They called to uh, tell her that she got in. And then at the end of the month, we went for this audition. And the audition, she said she blew it. It was the worst audition she ever did. But that day when we were there, I felt like deep down in my heart, this is where she belongs. I, and I kept saying, God, I don't know what's going on. She doesn't want to go here. And it really wasn't anything to do with the school. She didn't want to go away. That was the whole thing. She does not want to go away to Scott College. So I said, I don't know what's going on, but this just feels like where she belongs. You know, it's a beautiful Christian atmosphere. It's so encouraging. It's like a family. Their musical theater program is lovely. They have so many opportunities for her to, to really grow spiritually, which I kept telling her to me, that's all that matters. God will fill in the rest. We seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and everything else is added to you. And I just felt like that's where it would happen. So meanwhile, we also ap applied to the public college during all that time, and she also got into that college. And so um, she went, you know, for this audition, and she thought it was terrible, but we had a great day. We Everybody there, we just thought it was a great school. Two weeks later, she found out she got into the musical theater program, and she, a few weeks after that, even found out that she was going to get, you know, a good amount of money towards tuition. So we were just like, I was blown away. I kept saying, like, God, what are you doing? Like, she went from not wanting to go, you know, throw away all the paperwork to now applying and auditioning, getting in, getting money. I felt like he was lining it all up, but I didn't want to speak too soon. Because you don't know, right? Sometimes it feels like it's lining up and it's maybe not lining up how we think. So I just kept praying that prayer. God, if you want her there, great. If not, then I only want to be in your will. I only want her to be where you want her. I don't want her anywhere but where you want her. And so there was such freedom in that. I didn't have to worry. I didn't have to stress. Um... Did I think the Christian college was the best choice? Deep down, of course. But who am I? I'm not God, right? So I kept saying, Lord, you will work this out. So even though she had gotten in, even though she had money, even though you know she got into the musical theater program, she was still unsure. She said, I, I just don't want to go away. So I um, contacted the admissions because they were kind of saying, does she have an answer for us yet? And I kind of said, you know, the big hang up is she doesn't want to go away. So they set up for her to go for an overnight visit. And, you know, as the date approached, 
I kept saying, I don't know what's going on, Lord. Like, are we going to do all this? And then she's still just going to say, no, I don't want to go away. Or are you really going to show her that this is where she belongs? So we went out there for a night, Steve and the boys um, and I stayed in a hotel. She went to the dorm and, and got to stay overnight and experience that. And the next day we went to pick her up and it was probably one of the happiest days of my life. We went to pick her up and she got in the car and I was had been texting her through the night a little bit. I mean, I hardly heard from her. It was so weird. Like I'd be like, how's it going? She'd be like, good. Is everything all right? Yes. <laughs> It's like getting no feedback. So I was sort of like, okay, I don't know how this is going. Maybe she hates it. But I kept thinking, well, why would we go through all this for her to, you know, not end up here? So anyway, we we went and she said she got in the car and I was just thinking either she's going to say she hates it or she's going to say, oh, it was okay. I still don't know what I want to do. I really don't know about going away. She got in the car and she was like, sign me up. This is where I want to go. And I couldn't believe it. Number one, the biggest relief to me was not that she chose this college, which I think is a great choice, was that there was a plan. After all, like, I don't think I realized how much it was weighing on me throughout the whole summer and the fall that, like, what's going to happen, you know, what's going to happen after homeschool. So to have a plan, to have, like, now something that we know we're working towards to have all that stuff behind us with transcripts and tests and applications it was the best feeling in the world I just wanted to shout it from the rooftops like we did it but no God did it God did it and I just feel like the whole way that he closed out the chapter was so similar to how he opened the chapter yet of homeschool. So what I mean by that is he close he's closing this chapter with me truly stepping out in obedience and in the early years I truly had to step out in obedience not knowing what was going to happen. And that's how I started this year. I'm just stepping out and be in obedience have no clue what's going to happen, but I know that if I just keep my eyes focused on God, he is going to just do abundantly more than I ever could ask or imagine. And that's what he did. So that's why I am so incredibly excited for her. So the college is Lancaster Bible College over in Lancaster, Pennsylvania. It's just two hours from our house. She can come home whenever she wants. Um, it is a beautiful, beautiful school. The people there are just amazing and we're really excited. So she will be in the musical theater department and is um, actually going to try to minor in business so that she can understand what it would entail to run her own theater or you know drama school or whatever it is someday but you know god knows he'll work out all the details my goal for her now for the next four years is that she's going to grow spiritually you know that she is now going to become her own it's no longer you know our faith as a family but she will develop her own faith with her own family someday and so it's time to really let that um that young adult, young woman now to grow on her own. I, I feel like we have done what we were um, tasked to do these past 12, 13 years. Have we done it perfectly? Absolutely not. But we have still 
always gone back to that common thread of seeking first his kingdom and his righteousness. I still can't believe that she's ending up at this school. I mean, deep down, I kept thinking, this is a school for her, but she doesn't want to go. And to see how God worked it all out. And she even says he completely changed her plan. Like she was like, I don't want to go away. I don't want to go away. She had no intention of going away. And she sees like how she went into it thinking this isn't for me and how he changed the plan. And that's all I kept saying to her was we just have to follow him and he will reveal it to us. So that day she got in the car. She said she was going there. And in fact, we were needing to kill like a few hours because we were going to go to their um the college's musical that night. We were um, given tickets so she could go see the the musical that night, which was amazing and it was so good. Um, so we had a few hours to spend in Lancaster, and it it was just surreal. We were just so happy. We just we were just we celebrated. We had dinner. We went first. We went to a coffee shop. Then we walked around for a while. And we went to dinner and we just celebrated. We celebrated like, look what God has done. So I'm very, very, very excited knowing that um, this is God's plan. Like, you know, when you know that this is God's plan, we didn't orchestrate this at all. This truly was orchestrated by him every detail of it because it wasn't what she wanted i threw out all the papers and to see how he just like step by step like what are the chances that i happened to find out that the, sh- the school was having this show back in october and i said to her with no intention of ever thinking she would go to the school just oh let's go see this show because it was actually the titanic and it was pay what you want and we thought that's so cool like that they're doing this like you know you don't have to buy tickets it's just pay by donation and the show looked really good and it was amazing it was so good so i just happened to say to her do you want to go like out and see this show cuz she loves any going to any show that's like her thing to go see musicals do you want to go see this show and like to think back that god was using that to sort of draw her back to his plan i think if it had been so like sketched out and all this time we had a plan and we were like this is what you're going to do you're going to apply here you're going to get in and you're going to go we would not have seen god's power we would not have seen god's leading so it kind of had to happen this way to be like we were completely side blinded by the blindsided by the whole thing um i think she was completely blindsided by the whole thing and that's the way it had to be so that god could do his thing and show up and say look this isn't about you watch what i will do so we started out our homeschooling journey that way you know truly relying on god and i'm so thrilled to say We've ended our journey that way. And I know it's just the beginning of a whole nother journey now. And I'm so excited to see what the Lord is going to do um, after this homeschooling journey ends. So you'll probably see a few more posts between now and June and then thereafter of me probably blubbering and crying and can't believe we're at this point. But I also, like I said, is is sad and surreal to me as it is that this journey is ending. It is incredibly exciting. It's incredibly exciting to see all that all the possibilities that can be in store for her and it's incredibly exciting to see that when we truly submit our lives to God that he will direct us he will 
show us the way and all we need to do is obey so i hope that story maybe encouraged you wherever you're at um if you're a homeschooler or even if you're not just to take a peek in and see where we've been the past few months it was such a a weight of the world lifted off our shoulders to sort of see all this unfold um so now we're at this point and you're going to hear me shouting from the rooftops on june 15th i cannot believe that we will actually be graduating our first homeschool student after this crazy adventure that god has put us on these past 13 years but it's very exciting and i give him all the praise and all the glory so i hope that encouraged you again if you're listening and you want to tell me your story you want to share with me um, where you're at on your journey i'd love to hear from you comment on the facebook page comment wherever you're seeing this if you are encouraged by this podcast please rate and review it over there on itunes i am so thrilled to say that this week we have hit, this is crazy to me, five times more listeners than we were at last year at this very same point in time. We have grown the blog to have five time, times more listeners um, each month than we were last year in 2018 in February. That's crazy. So let's see if he can just keep bringing more people um, to hear these messages. And again, the reason I do these podcasts, the reason I write, the reason I speak is simply to point to Jesus. It's all about him and what he can do in our lives. So thank you for listening. Until the next time, I wish you blessings and joy.